What is good, fellas? Tuesday evening recap. How we living? 835. Yo, yo. We are here. We are live. We are live. We are live. Let's, let's get some people in the chat. So it is. Uh, let me let me put it now. Let me put it now. I'm only now getting out absolute murderous violent rage I felt Sunday night I've lived through ends of just awful losses I saw us take it 52-17 from the, the Patriots perfect regular season Patriots you know I saw us Turner's first year lose uh, a combined series of games 73 to 10 in two games over against Dallas. I lived through that Reggie Pettibone year. I lived through all those horrible Jim Zorn Steve Spurrier. The, the list goes on. I mean, to me, that game I, this that was not the worst one. I, I know it affected you more, but to me, I want to say my my worst one ever <clears throat> is stuck between. Of course, the Monday Night Massacre—that's that's a big one for everyone. This one but, angered me more. Yeah the the one that probably got me the most, even outside the Monday Night Massacre, was the. It was also primetime. The Pittsburgh the Pittsburgh Steeler game. I'm trying to remember what year it was, but it was so it was bad. It was the year that we got exposed for the in-house ticket we were, scalping. We were six and two. Yeah, with Jim Zorn's coach, and that's when Tony O'Brown to work game. No, no, no. This was the the that invaded our stadium. That's when the yeah, whole it was. Thing it was so exposed. bad. Jason was it. Jason Campbell, our quarterback at the time. I can't Jason remember. Campbell. He couldn't even get plays in on offense because it was so loud with Pittsburgh fans. And my my wife and my father in law were at that game. I was I was in uh, Iraq, but they were like it was so bad. Um, but I watched it on television. But to me, I think that's that's the worst one. But so let, let's get right into it. This is kicks off the stupid ass comments already. <laughs> so this is episode 104 for us. Whoa. Maybe a few more, but we're calling this 104. And we're also calling this one right in the Heineke. And rightfully so, right? Episode 10404 dedicated to the none other than Taylor Heineke. What's like they played this game in Oz penitentiary. Yeah, it was kind of bad. Yeah, and the rumor was out of Bassey. That's how I felt yeah. like. It was, yeah. This, this was awful, awful, awful. This was, I mean, I common. I know people say this one just set me over the edge. Tell you, I mean, I, I, I took a, I had put up a nasty post on Facebook and I took it down here. That night, be glad I was in the safety of my own home for because some people, friends of mine who are not fans of the a couple that are, uh, they could have called hollow points. They are so bad, and I'm not that guy. The nap, Phil, you're gonna you're you're violating everybody, 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 everybody knows that watches football knows that, like, man, when you you can't replace like nine starters, bro. That's yeah. nothing you can do. Here. When three linebackers are out, a starting defensive back is out, two offensive linemen in and out, the third string t- uh, tight ends in there, your running backs in and out of line up, your your starting third string who's basically a starter's out, no receivers after wide receiver one is there really. I mean, as you shouldn't win that game, bro. I understand. We started a linebacker named Milo. Man, look, dude, I don't, I don't care. We did. All we need was notice. You got a bunch of guys who can't. Um, you got a bunch of you can't even prepare your team to do that, especially. And you add on to the fact that Everett basically almost got killed in a car wreck, and his girlfriend or friend, whoever she was, rest in peace, got killed. You know, and and two of the players saw it behind them. I think Jamin Davis and someone else. Saw it, so yeah. you got to think of all the stuff that's going on, it. man. And then you know, people can't, it, it's only so long, man. Like, I, I thought after the first game, when we lost everybody, the first Dallas game or Philly game, um, 
I thought the end is probably over because I'm like, man, you know, the, it's not going to get better. We're going to keep losing people, man, to COVID. It's going to keep getting worse for us, man. Uh, it's unfortunate, but COVID whooped our ass to take the season out. I can't even be mad at Washington for that one. So everybody, you know, talking about we suck. We do suck, man. But we're going to suck as much as we suck the last two games. Yeah. You know, and, up, that's crazy. Welcome welcome to the uh, stream. It doesn't have to be that way. That's the worst part. Man, I think I think we need our full team. And we'll everybody, everybody on that team needs to line up and get face the way John Allen took a shot at Deron Payne. And Allen can get hey. – in fact, I'll tell you what, Washington, I'll do it for free. You line all those guys up, and I will smack every one of them in the face if it will wake them up. Man, you know what? Even healthy – First of all, first of all, you came with your even healthy. Dallas is just a, a – a, a, they're not a great team. But look at their roster compared to ours. That just shows you how far yeah. Yeah, they are not. They're better. They're a better 30, team. They're they're better they're team than us. They're not they like are fifty points better. Forty-two points better than us. Right. They're, no, they're, they're better. Not, than they're, us. Not, they're not. They're but not. But they're, they're they're forty-two points better than us when you got like eight nine starters out though. Yeah. They're, no, they're, they're forty something points better than any team in no, the league without eight or nine starters out. I'm sorry, man. You take you put you take everyone's receiver after number one off. Their third string tight end, second, fourth, fifth string centers and guards. And then you have no line, zero starting linebackers or any linebackers played over like 15, 20 snaps all year out there and in the league out there. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that, that, you know, any team would have lost that game. Now, you want to say about 40 something, that's another thing, but they lost. They would have, any team would have got their ass kicked that day by a completely healthy. Don't bring up the receiver thing. Don't bring up the receivers thing because we haven't had our number. For most of the season, yeah, but when you don't have your receivers, you can rely on guys like McKissick, not there, like Thomas, like Seals, half the time, you know, not there. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't rely on that you can rely on maybe your defensive players to help out every now and then. Your linebackers, Holcomb, not there, Jamin, not there, Landon, Bostic, Bostic ain't been there, but Landon ain't there. And you know, that that makes a lot of difference, man, when you got guys playing games that ain't used to lining up. At all, you couldn't even run a nickel package because your nickel package uh, corners wasn't there, and you yeah. start another corner wasn't there. So it's like it's like, what do you want them to do, bro? You know, what I mean, it, it's it, it, it's, it's, it was the it's perfect storm. That did sure. play. Yeah, I it was just a horrible to go in and just be a limp dick at the wedding. Well, yeah, that's what they were. Yeah, though. That's, that's, you can call that's that. what they were. That was what they, they were when they came to DC too. Like a spare dick at a wedding. But, I mean, it wasn't even like an effort. They walked in knowing. Man, once it's 28 to nothing first quarter, man, we don't need no effort. It's over. (laughs) Like, at that point, you just want to keep it respectable. What's up, Thomas? Welcome to the show. I I drove back here that time. I didn't even see that. Oh, just play everybody that sucks and get better draft position. Thomas says, uh, man, no, man, we're still mathematically in it. We're still mathematically in it. If we lose to, if we play like it, if we lose Sunday, though, bro. If I we would lose bet Sunday or we mathematically eliminated Sunday, oh, it's cool. Monday yeah. We if we it. don't if we don't win tomorrow, if we don't win tomorrow, then fuck it. Just uh set everybody you plan on keeping next year. Yeah, you guys are skipping way ahead. We'll talk about, about that in a the ones you do want to You're skipping way ahead there. Um I want to talk about it till next year. I mean till the next <laughs> game. Marcus said I caught help from my family and friends who were Cowboys fans and I few. Yeah, they just don't shut up. But you know that's how Cowboys fans are, right? It's like when they're winning, they're all talking, they're all boisterous. When they're losing, they don't say anything. You don't Scott, you don't hear them. You know what I'm saying? I'm bad on Facebook, so I didn't, get, I didn't get a whole fans. lot. I'm bad on Facebook. They hit me in there. It was a particular Raiders. Show. I mean, I could have gone Wayne Perry on everybody Sunday night. Yep. I have a I have a, I have uh a couple friends who who switched from Houston to Dallas this year. They were they were all up all up in it too. So I got people tweeting me on Twitter That's, who who don't even Old even I'm not, I'm not even mad. I'm not even I'm mad, not mad bro, either. If Washington, if Washington had to beat Dallas like that, man, I would have been unbearable to be around, dog. Yeah, I, I, I would have been a complete. That's that was us. No, work. that was us last All year. year. Yeah, people forget yeah, I'm that. Not, I'm that not was mad. us last I'm year. Not mad. We yeah. we beat them sixty six to sixteen total yeah. between two games or something. What's up, Adam? Year, Thanks for they ain't have bro. everybody. They ain't have everybody. Just like we don't. That's how it's going to be if you don't have a whole. Eight nine starters, man. You're gonna get blown out by good teams. Good teams will blow you the fuck out. Yeah, if you miss eight nine starters. Adam says, Sorry, "Uh, man. it's draft season. The re- let the rebuild continue. Yep, it'll be year year three. Ref the district. What's up? 
you guys haven't uh, already done so, make sure you go check out uh, Adam Aniba at BergenTheGoldPro.com and also uh, Rep the District um, uh, on YouTube and, and on Twitter. They said, it's okay to admit Dallas is better this year. Washington was better last year. Let's see what happens next year. Yeah. I mean, it, it was almost like the tables were completely inverted, except uh, we had our starting quarterback. They didn't last year. So it, it, it is what it is. It just sucks. We haven't had a starting quarterback in years. Yeah. You, you just at least want to be competitive. You know, that's, Look, that's the problem. We made a game of it the first time around. All right. I can see Dallas being seven points better, not 42. They walked into that game expecting to lose. But, it, you know, in Vegas' eyes, anything over 10 is a blowout. They leave it at 10. Sometimes you'll get like 14 and a half. But in 10, 14, they consider that an ass whooping. See, 17 is a blowout. Yeah. Well, <coughs> let's recap the game real quick. So, as you all know, 56 to 14. It was It was pretty bad. Um, Prescott started off on that uh, first drive. We I think we had two sacks. It went really well. And then the yeah. next drive on the first play, Taylor just heave ho, close your, close your eyes and hopes Terry bails you out and went right into uh, Trevon Diggs' hands. And from there, uh, I'm not just, mad at the. I'm not mad at the. I'm not mad at you. Took a I'm shot. Mad at the call. I'm mad at who was back there throwing the ball. Yeah, you took a shot for that. So He's they, they proceeded to go down and, and score six on that drive. Uh, the next drive, you know, we're we're three and out. Dalton Schultz mm-hmm. gets that nine yard um, pass to the right side of the end zone, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, following that in the first quarter, still. Um, Heineke gets that <laughs> once again, the screen pass. I want to say this one was to the right side. Demarcus Lawrence, who's a phenomenal talent at defensive end, was able to just reach up, tip it to himself, and he was gone 40 yards for the pick six. And so it's 21 nothing at the end of the first. The history of the NFL who can't throw a screen pass to save his life. Yeah, that's true. Screen passes are hard for a quarterback when they uh, five foot on a screen pass. So, okay, yeah, second quarter. Russell doesn't have a problem quarter. throwing a screen pass. Russell man. Wilson doesn't have a problem throwing a screen pass. Man, Russell Wilson has his problems too, man. Built you for the screen pass because he can't Russell throw Wilson, a pass line screen. Russell Wilson's numbers probably no better than Haneke's. That's what sucks about it. I don't know that. I don't know. That's because uh, – here's the thing. Hey, he up got Matt Calvin Lockett. Up until recent games, I'm going to shoot a little bit better. He was scheming receivers open because Taylor Heineke can only throw to an throw a receiver open. Yeah. Every one of those plays you ever saw Taylor Heineke make, how many of them were the receiver – a pocket in the zone and no one's around. Yep. Man, you really don't have a lot of time, man. With three three interior linemen out of the lineup all the but time. He can't I mean, throw the he can't he doesn't have the anticipation to throw the ball receiver and throw them open. He throws guys open, man. You don't have he no cannot, time. All you need is three steps to throw a receiver open on a slant. We saw Kyle Allen do it. I get it, but you can't throw you can't throw slants a hundred times a game, though. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's got to break open and you have some routes. I mean, you can throw, it you can throw it slants and, ch- and, and keep the chains moving. Yeah, you well, let's continue. Time to go through more than two. two second quarter. Two. Sorry if you hear my dog He's freaking reverse sneezing back here. Uh, second quarter, we finally get our first first touchdown of the game. It's twenty-one to six. Uh, Heineke passes to uh, Gibson to the left. He did a good job getting in. That was a great play. Then the shellacking continues, drive after drive. Elliott has an 11-yard touchdown, and then uh, this is the next one to make it 34-7 is when Dak throws that uh, little pass to the right to his, I want to say it was a tackle, who reported as an eligible receiver, if you remember that. Keep going. We're still in the third quarter. Uh, Prescott. Let me tell you something sorry, right now. Quarter. Let me tell you something right now. Swear to God, the next time we play Dallas, remember they were up four scores on you and ran a tackle eligible pass. Yeah, no respect, no respect. Remember like, you know, that a lot of you know what some of the players said. 
Dallas players, and this we deserve this. We fully deserve this. Is they were they wanted to get back at us for the mocking Antonio Gibson did to them last year in Dallas. Remember all the when he had his his, his career game. I waved at him and shit. Yeah, yeah I it, that. It, it fuels fire. I you can't, I, I can't blame him. Next year, school, you know, we, play, we, it's officially now robbery. I guess. Hey, everybody's gonna stand up and kick someone in the nuts. Yeah, we need we need the robber to respark because you know what? We've been so bad for so long. We haven't been we relevant. We haven't played dirty. That's... Play dirty. Right, right, right. John John Conley hit the nail on the head. Yeah. That's the same thing. John no says RPO. Uh, no RPO, no yeah. rollouts away from the rush. Could buy Haneke a second more maybe. We're going right. to talk about and, it in just a second, John. And you can't do that because you don't have your, the personnel that's practiced doing it all year. We're going like, to talk about that in just a second. Um, Marcus says uh, Taylor Heineke isn't an NFL quarterback. No. All right. So now it's 42 to seven in the second quarter going into the third quarter. This is when, you know, shit's bad. Tressway, man, the best player on our team, hands down has a punt block. Now I don't, that's not clearly not his fault, but 48 to seven after that punt blocking. And I think we were on our, we were in our end zone anyways, right. Or right outside the end zone when it got blocked fourth quarter, they never took the, uh, the gas off Cooper rush throws a, a, a nine yard pass to uh Turner and Turner was number 17 who, who was able to get away from 11. No, I'm sorry. Nine different players on that one little dump off. If you remember that play where he ran for 54 yards or something embarrassing, man. Like everyone else thought someone was going to tackle him. If you've ever been in a situation, you're like, oh, yeah, someone else would get him, And they all laid up and no one got him. It was so embarrassing. So embarrassing. And then uh, lo and behold, Kyle Allen comes in. Hey, and you know when Kyle Allen came in, what did we see? We saw a quick slant. We saw the ball getting out quick. Now, granted, who cares who was in the, the game at the time for the, for Dallas, but Terry got his first catch of the game. Anyways, he marches us down there, and Bates, who was a freaking man, like a man on the field, it was great to see him, you know, his his ability to, to stick Check with him. Check it out. The, the rookie – yeah. Hasn't down long enough to be so tainted as to quit. But he did fumble on that touchdown. That's so Bates, that's like his third or fourth fumble. He, he got it. He got it back. He or I'm sorry. They were able to say he recovered it over the line. But hopefully it's not a trend. Hopefully it's all circumstantial. Trying to make um, plays because no one else on this team. And is I will trying say his fumbles are from him trying to do something out of nothing on because the last one uh happened before a couple games ago, too. But anyways, 56 to 14. That's the wrap-up of the game. It was it was pretty embarrassing to say the least. But so that's that that was the uh that was the box score. It was bad. But to move on into we we, we started talking about a second ago, but Let's just talk about JDR here, little little Jack Dario. We've talked about this before on the show. He's been exposed. It's it's plain as day if we can see it. As soon as they put a guy in motion, they know when it's a zone, and whoever's on the other team just picks it apart. It's so frustrating. That's how you break a zone. And quarterbacks, it's so cliche, but they just pick that zone apart because they love a zone. I don't know, man. What do, what do y'all think about Jack Del Rio? Especially when he doesn't have Chase and I think Montez is on the field, right? Did Montez play? Montez, Montez played. He, played. Play. Uh, he yeah, could have fooled me. But here's here's the thing. I mean, really, I, 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 he's, lining say, up, he's lining up a defense. Lining up a defense with Jeremy Reeves. Jeremy is sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Dev. Yeah, uh, basically, like. I, it's hard to tell a guy to scheme a defense when five, six starters are out of it. Again, like there's certain things you you have in play because you have certain players that are able to execute it. Then whenever you're at without five, six of those guys, you're like, well, we got to run the stuff everybody knows or we got to at least run the things people are comfortable running. So you got guys yeah. like those linebackers who might not have been running the same My stuff love. and getting to practice it. So that's what happens, man. You you can't you got beat by a team that had all their bullets in their gun, man. You didn't have enough bullets, man. You just got to outgun. Basically, yeah. is what happened, and it, and they ran amok. Marcus says uh, Jack the real defensive keys have been horrible the whole season. Even when we had Chase and Montez in the lineup, yeah, and we we've all said this in the past, and I think everyone who, who's listening or watching said this too. Last year, it was easy for him because Chase and Montez tore it up. 
It didn't require anything. We rushed for every play. This year, when 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 Chase goes down, you got Montez. He got a little creative, if you remember, right before the winning streak and during the winning streak. Jack was getting creative. We saw stunts, yeah. especially in Chase. Uh, Montez two games we before the winning streak, they was doing pretty good. Yeah, and then I, I don't know. Andy, welcome, brother. Uh, well, now like if, if Allen and Payne them don't get through, they don't do nothing. Yep. Andy says, uh, Jesus, Phil, say the safe word and we will come and get you. Phil, Phil's going to need some blood pressure medication or some uh, or a shot of uh, some good good over there. Here you go, Phil. Have, have some of that. Phil looks like he's on a cover, <laughs> like on the cover of uh, the the uh, Source magazine, whatever, you know, the bad boys right. era. Now the, yeah, Death Row, see it? Look like yeah. Shug Knight over there. Connolly. Yeah. Why no or little blitzing? I mean, if a linebacker can't cover a tackle, he should be able to run straight into the line of scrimmage and take out some blockers for the DL. Yeah, you you think so. You would think so. What's up, Cody? Thanks for joining. Jack Dell, get get the F out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. And you know what? Let's just roll right into we just fire Ron and we'll make Brian Mitchell our head coach. For hot takes, Scott Turner. So, it, Scott Turner is what? Put it in the chat. Tell us what you think. What is what is Scott Turner? You can say hot garbage. You can say some booty. booty juice. You can say some uh, whatever. Dev, Scott Turner is what to you after this last game? I mean, basic. Basic. I mean, is good. you know, he's, he's basic. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's a, the next coming OC. Uh, or anything like that that's going to be a head coach anytime soon. But, again, man, I I don't – I have to look at the season as a whole versus just looking at it and, like, oh, man, last game we got killed. I mean, of course we got killed. We had a bunch of people out. Supposed to get killed, man. So – but I do look at it like probably uh, could use, and uh, you know, an upgrade at the offensive coordinator I, personally. But, yeah, I don't know. I want to. I like to see him with a with a more than capable quarterback, not just a guy who's able to play a little. I want to see him with a legit starting quarterback, personally. Yeah. I, I look at it like everybody's like, "Well, what offensive coordinator could we have gotten?" I mean, what's what's the guy in Kansas City that's a, their their coordinator? The enemy. Kansas City to be yeah. The enemy. I'm just saying, like, like, why it would be enemy. With the same people we had playing yesterday, would he have done much better? Because I've seen the Chiefs get blown out and not score this year, too. No, I mean, so that kind of – Not any time lately. Andy's comment's right, man. It's we can't judge him on this season. Injuries, COVID, third and fourth string backups playing. So right. I will give it to COVID because it's unprecedented. But injuries happen. It's part of the game. You need to be good and you need to figure it out. COVID – is a whole nother thing that no one really knows how to deal with. So I, I, I give the COVID thing a pass, but injuries, it's always well, we next winning. man up. We went on a winning streak despite injuries. It was when we the did. COVID That's hit, we started saying. losing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. Phil grabbed so, a stroke over there, man. Hey, Rodney, we're not – I we're don't not, have strokes. Not, I give not, them. Ignoring your comment, Rod, there's actually a whole section on that here in a second, so just be patient. Uh, Andy, Scott Turner is not the problem. How many quarterbacks? His main weapons were never on the field. Yeah. Even when we have all the players, the the, the calling was very, I don't know. He has his ups and downs. It's his second year being a full, a full uh a full offensive coordinator, if you think about it. Right? Right, I think so. But here, here, here's the problem though. Here, here's 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 what it's 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 a good old boy system with Ron. And, and for most coaches, it is. I get it, right? But he always wants to hire someone who he's familiar with, right? That's his thing. Right. It mm-hmm. might be time just to bring in some fresh people. Maybe keep Scott Turner, but maybe maybe think about finding a, a new defensive coordinator. I don't know. I, I would rather keep him than uh, – then I'd rather keep Jack DeRio than Scott Turner. I'd keep JDR over Scott Turner any day. Yeah, if I had to choose yeah. one. This really? defense, I mean, here's I, the thing. I, I, here's I don't want to get rid of one not, at this point. but If you're going three and out every single drive, Jack Del Rio's defense is only going to hold the line for so long, and they've had to do it. You, you know, his defense plays well when they're not out there 40 minutes a game. Well. You also see why the best defenses in the league are real good at linebacker too. 
it isn't always just about the line and pass rush. Yeah, that's you know, true. I don't know. It it it's he's gotten better than, than last year. I will say that, and and he probably is limited at. Well, I mean, look who your quarterback is. You are limited. I don't care what people say. He's only going to take you so far. Midget. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah, you got a limited quarterback with none of his weapons. Well, I mean, no, no, and, and the younger generation does it too. Who did who did Sean McVay going? He get? brought over Joe Barry. He brought over uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin O'Connell. Sorry, Kevin O'Connell. <laughs> he brought over our old defensive coordinator <laughs> and offensive coordinator. I'll never be mad at yeah, but that, people but, who you're familiar Joe, with. Joe Barry has, has you know, Aaron Donald and Von Miller, and you know, well, no, he left. <laughs> and he's a, not even an corner. He's he's. Well, I'm gone. just saying. I'm I'm just saying though. That's the kind of stuff that he yeah, had. He fell onto a good scenario. When you have that, if, if Jack Dorio had those four or five guys he has on defense, oh my goodness, you know, it makes things a whole lot. Di- it makes it easier to blame Del Rio. If he has the best corner, the best defensive, one of the best defensive ends, the best defensive lineman in the league on yeah. your team, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's like it. And the backup hey, better than our start corner. Being familiar with your coaches, you want to have every advantage you can when you start because you don't have a whole lot of time as an NFL coach. You might have a contract for X amount of years, but let's be realistic. You probably have two or three, depending how good you do. And being in D.C., being the history that people, it may be the same, may not be the same. Dan has a bad track record. Maybe he's like, listen, I don't have time to mess around. You might, I, I have a, I have a, we don't even know his contract term. You say I have a six-year plan. I probably only have a three-year plan because I'm fearing for my life after three if I don't have hey, a winning You might have 13 game you know. plan like Urban Meyer. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I have an Urban Meyer 13 <laughs> games. You know, I, I think they actually found a way to not pay him the rest of his deal because initially coaches' contracts are fully guaranteed. So you remember, I don't know. You remember when Rod said that, that he called him a walking abortion? Was it Scott Turner he called it to do that? <laughs> he did. He did say that on Twitter. On Twitter? On Twitter or Facebook? Did he get banned yeah. or some shit for that? I don't remember. No, he uh, didn't get banned, but I got banned on Twitter. Go figure. I'm banned on Facebook. That kind of describes that kind of that, that was his opinion of Scott Turner, if you remember that. And then Andy says, What can we do? Go support someone else. <coughs> Andy taking shots. Cody says, <coughs> excuse me. Turner has no idea how to use the team he has versus the team he wants. As proof, why the fuck would my isn't my guy Bates getting the ball way more? Just one drop, boys, just one, and that was a shit pass. But he's had a couple fumbles. But you know what? It's his rookie year. It doesn't it doesn't he, he's learning. He's He's doing well. Bates is going to be. A it, 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 also, it also isn't like Ricky Seals isn't playing good. You know, he's playing pretty good. He's playing like a starting caliber tight end sometimes. Yeah. John so. Bates is playing like he actually wants to win games. I could. <laughs> and I he's playing. Spe- he's playing uh, special teams, both sides of special teams. So he's doing everything they need him to do. I, I, I'm happy Bates is going to turn into something good. Bates could even turn into a, you know, like Logan, if you think about it, Andy says, no Logan, no Sammy, no GD, no sweat for a while. The list goes on. You can't judge this season. I know. I think we just got led on by that four-game winning streak, and there's a chance. This is supposed to be, you know, year two of a rebuild is usually still crap. Last year, I don't know. Man, you I can't, still, you I can't still tell wish we, we didn't win one of these last, last year. three games. Yeah. You still can't Logan. tell me we wouldn't have won one of these last Logan. three games if everybody had been healthy. Whatever we do. There's two things you have to do this offseason. You get Terry signed, locked in on a deal. Yeah. And you get a freaking quarterback. That's Andy's comment. Time to worry when Terry goes and tests for agency of his rookie deal. If you they're lock smart, him down now, they would extend him this offseason. This is his third year. They can throw an extension. He plays his fourth year under the contract he was given. And then you extend him for three more years. So essentially, you have him for. Four you don't get more a, years. You don't get extensions. Uh, he wasn't the first round pick, right? You don't get. No, extensions. no, no, no. That's a, that's the fifth round tender. You can still offer an extension at any time. Oh, okay. Uh, to lock him, to lock someone in. Yeah, you're talking about the fifth year option. They don't, he doesn't yeah. get that. Okay. He doesn't so get that. That's no. year three. This is the year you lock him in, and you pray, you pray to God that you can find a quarterback, and then tell Terry, look. We will get you somebody who can get you the ball consistently and in position where you can actually do something with it. And then you go get whoever that is. I don't care who it is. Actually, I do. But I, as long as it's someone who can actually do the damn job that a starting franchise caliber quarterback can do. 
Yep. And I'm talking about they have to be top 12 level NFL quarterback. And if it's a rookie, it's someone who's going to be top 12 level by the end of their first year. Yep. So as all the drama heated up on the sideline, we were getting our asses kicked. NBC cameras suddenly swing to the right and you see all the defensive linemen sitting on the bench talking to each other. And then you look over and you see Deron Payne having a couple words and he points his finger and touches Jonathan Allen in the head. And Allen gets up and basically delivers a right cross that misses. It kind of glances on off his right side of his chin because you saw the white glove like he he swung. He swung, and and Roddy says, was, Roddy, now, Roddy, this is what we're going to talk about. It. Do you think John Allen can beat Jake Paul? That punch was kind of weak. It was kind of weak. He he was he was sitting it wasn't down. I'm going to knock you out. It's a get your hands off me. Yeah, and then first of all, Jake Paul beating everybody's ass is not a boxer. I'm putting that out there. <laughs> Jake Paul is going to whoop anybody's ass. Is not a boxer. Yeah, hey, he's giving boxing dude, some recognition, right? Sorry, I'm not a boxing right. fan. Don't don't hate me for that. Um, but yeah, so him. after the game, a lot of people were talking about this. Beamish was talking about it. And I'm glad that Ron said what he said, but I think he tempered some expectations. Like, I haven't seen the video. I talked to the both of them about it. There's not going to be disciplinary action. It is what it is. Jonathan Allen at the mic said, listen, I'm responsible for what I did. He's responsible for what he did. And that's it. And Deron Payne's father, if you were on Instagram and followed all the this, this stuff today, basically said that Alan called my son a female and a body part. So I'm guessing Alan called him a bitch ass, right? I'm assuming that's what he called him. So uh, maybe Payne's one of those guys where, you know, sticks and stones, whatever, you say something, I'm offended or it bothers me instead of just shaking it off, you know? Not everyone can shake well, off. He manned up to he manned up to, to, to he manned up to his own teammate, his brother from Alabama, saying something he didn't want to hear, and he decided to get you know poke him right in the forehead. Yeah, which which he, I hate to say is someone does that to me, I'm swinging. Oh, I don't listen, blame Allen at all. You can say whatever you want. I, I'm fine, but once you touch someone, touching someone like that is almost like spitting on them. Like there's a beatdown coming your way when you're. When you're in my personal space, finger at a chest, finger up here. No, you're you're getting you're getting you're getting swung on. Say whatever you want. I don't talk about my mom, whoever. I, words, right? It's words. You know, it, it, it's all this. But the good part is also Alan and both. I think Payne came out and said, "Listen, do brothers fight? Yep, they sure do." And then you know what? It's over. The media is not the DC media is not really talking about it anymore. The national media talked a little bit about it today, but it's not that big of a deal because those guys are really, really good friends. And the frustration was just mounting. They asked Alan, why did it why did it happen? And Alan's response was, Did you see what was going on on the field? They were getting trounced by the Dallas offensive line. I mean, yeah, it was just it was just bad. So the, the when it first happened, though, my initial thought was. Oh shit. Payne can't bounce back from this. He's gone at the end of this season because I believe this is his fourth year. Or did we pick up his fifth year extension this year? I can't remember. I don't know if anyone, you guys remember anyone in the chat remembers, but yeah. I, had Jonathan Allen connected, we would be probably in a different world right now. I, I I'm willing to say that. Am I wrong? <laughs> you think they connected him right in the jaw, right in the nose, blood? I mean, did you see? Did you see Payne on the sideline? He, it looked like he was ready to fight somebody. It looked like he was going to cry. You look like you were going to cry. Yeah, I. You've yeah. ever had that feeling before? Like yeah, I had I that like in middle 13. school. You know, when you want to fight yeah, somebody, you can't. Emotions. Yeah, emotions, right? Yeah. Everything just you know boiling up, and there's nothing you yeah. can do about it. It's sad they let words get in the way, but especially within your own teammates, it, it's just a bummer, man. Just a I bummer. They got in the fight in the locker room at halftime. Well, did you see the picture? Jonathan Allen came out with a bloody ear. No idea if he already had it. No idea if it was sustained on the field. Somebody, I forget who it was, maybe JP Finley or someone just tweeted, say, hey, did you guys see the ear? He had blood coming out of, like, he had a, he had a cut right here and then blood coming down, so. 
I have no idea. That being said, two games left. We have the Eagles and we have the Giants. Trying to remember. Yes. Eagles this Sunday, Giants following Sunday. Eagles are team is pretty much out of it. Nobody except Eagles fans are going to show up to this game. Yeah. And it's going to be disgusting true. because, well, what do Washington fans do? And, you know, well, all anytime they're not seven games over 500, they just don't show up. Yep. Marcus says they're going to pick up his option. Yeah. I, I hope, I hope that they, they will pick up his option. I mean, Payne's a great interior defensive lineman. I really hope they do. So, yeah, but fellas, Dev, who do you want to see starting? There's Twitter polls going on everywhere. The guys on the local radio is talking about it. I don't know if it was. I'll Grant, make it easy for you, Hanukkah. Who should start for this team for uh, the last two games? One and one, two and two. Hanukkah. And the Heineke. reason is because he's under contract next year. The other guy is not. So, so I'm like, you know, the guy's going to be a backup next year or the starter until the new starter's there. So. I'm going to go with Heineke and finish out the gear. Yeah. And that, that, that's the only reason. Not because he's better than Allen and not because Allen doesn't deserve it, but because he's under contract, Allen is not. So what's the point? My my counter to that is I want to see – we've seen Heineke all season. We haven't seen a healthy Allen get full, full first starter reps since his injury last year. So let's see what Allen has. We already know what Taylor has. He's he's we've seen his ceiling, right? I don't think so it's so. What if Allen higher. comes in? What if Allen comes in these last two games, and even if they win or lose, no matter if he just has a great t- two or three games, you know what I'm saying? Or at least it's good as the good games Heineke had, right? What if he has those two types of I games? I think it's then next clear. Year you're going to the year like do, which do one's going to be the bridge? Do you want my answer which to one's going to go into the three bridge quarterback next year? Block? Do, I have three quarterbacks. Do you want? Do you want my answer to that? I will give you an answer to that. See, first of all, if you cut Heineke next year, you're not losing anything of significance. You're losing what a million dollars? You don't trade have him to cut for him, a though. sixth rounder. <laughs> trade him, trade him for a bag of ice for your nuts. I, I mean, really, you you could cheat. You need to send a message to this team that first of all, no one's safe from poor performance, and you do that at the quarterback. Secondly. Kyle Allen cannot be worse than Taylor Heineke's been in the last two starts he's had. Third of all, you need to see if these receivers can do something with a quarterback who actually has an average NFL arm instead of a way below average NFL arm. And fourth, I'm tired of seeing Taylor Heineke's, you know, 60 mile uh, long chin and smashed in face on my screen every week. I want him out of here. I'm done with this dude. And Greg said uh, his hive. reports that it escalated in the locker room after the, at the half. Ron found out about it at the half. So uh, now I, I haven't heard that. I, I Like I said, I saw the one picture on Twitter that showed uh, Ron uh, or Alan had a, had a bloody ear. But I wonder if they were like, you know, back in the day, if you had beef with someone, hey, let's go back here and, you know, let's bang it out real quick. Walk away, shake hands. <laughs> I wonder if that's what happened. I guess God, we'll if, we, if, if, if we if we got violent like that with other teams, we might actually win games. No, yeah. we, we beat on each other. Greg Delaney says, Kyle Allen, oh, yeah. they traded a fifth-round pick for him and got squat. That's right. They did trade a fifth-round pick for him last year. See, and, whenever uh, I got pissed off at playing football. They traded Trent, they traded Trent for Charles uh, – Sadiq Charles, but nobody counts that either, I guess. Yeah. Thank you, Bruce Allen. Yeah. Um, he says, Taylor Ceiling, look down. <laughs> Marcus says, Kyle Allen. So if we need a bridge quarterback, whether we get Willis or Pickett, Allen is a, 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 a extended – no, he is a restricted free agent, so a team has to give him, give a pick for him. So, okay. But I, I still think you're in a world where you need three quarterbacks. Look what happened this year to us. Had we had Steven Montez still – Call wherever you want. Our guy, the third quarterback the whole year, we had two. I mean, we wouldn't have been in this debacle of throwing out Garrett Gilbert off the street last week versus Dallas. I mean, um, look, or versus Philadelphia. But he looked no worse than Taylor, which is sad. 
which tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. And I had yep. to watch idiots from this Heineke Hive are saying uh, during the Philly game, ooh, Taylor would be winning this game for us. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. He'd be back there spazzing out as he always does, stepping back eight yards deep in a pocket. So instead of a pocket forming around him, when they go to form the pocket, because you're this here's some lineman talk for you. Offensive lineman, wherever you see him handle the pass rush, do they just stand guys up? No, they ride pass rushers around the quarterback. The problem is Taylor Heineke, because he's a midget and he has horrible throwing mechanics, has to drop back eight yards deep. So what happens is instead of forming around him, the outside of the pocket forms into him. Man, to to uh, his credit, though, Eric Flowers got his ass beat like he stole something from Parsons man, about four or five Gregory times. Gregory and man. Parsons like, were just tearing his ass up on the interior Lawrence. of Parsons' line. That was coming right up the gut, swim, moving, spinning on that dude. That was eating his I lunch. mean, even straight legitimate – Bull yeah. rushing and pushing. It was, it was eating his lunch, man. And uh and that Larson dude, what he played a little bit of, that's eating his lunch. And that and so <laughs> you can say it's the tackles him rolling out, but they was coming literally, they was hitting him in his mouth every time he threw, man. I mean, I'm not, I don't I don't, I don't know about the Dallas game. I'm talking about every game. Yeah, I mean, I agree. They you definitely could do I just don't think it matters between those two. I don't think it matters. Then so, don't play Taylor. But I'm like, if it don't matter, why play for, the guy that ain't under contract, though? For the, the mental health the contract, why of the same fans of this fan base, you do not play Taylor Heineke anymore this season unless he gets hurt and Garrett Gilbert gets hurt and the water boy gets hurt and uh, if Tressway gets hurt, then you put Taylor Heineke in. I mean, the, this is the – we've talked about it before. The problem is in D.C., it's always you can't have two quarterbacks that are like this. Right. you got to have one that's way up here and one that's way down here right. or else you're never going to go anywhere. Right. You know what I did before the game? No. I went to the movies. What would you go I see? Went, I went and saw American Underdog. That's the story of Kurt Warner, if you're not aware. Kurt Warner had a very... Very, it's an awesome story, right? And a lot of people like to liken Taylor Heineke to the Kurt Warner story. And there are some similarities in terms of guys who were overlooked, came from, you know, well, back then it was Division One, AA, and now it's F, uh, FCS. You know, bounced around developmental leagues, you know, minor league versions of football. But here's the difference. Kurt Warner was physically built for the NFL. Kurt Warner, because of his arena background, developed that quick release. He had a strong arm. And yes, it helps that he had a talented team around him. But he played well with less talented teams too. Taylor Heineke is not Kurt Warner. Taylor Heineke couldn't be Kurt Warner if he popped in Madden 2001 and played as the Rams. Taylor Heineke is who he is, and that ain't good enough. It's just funny. I hate people keep comparing him to Mark Warner or Kurt Warner, but that is insulting to Kurt keeps Warner. Happened. I'll say it Kurt Warner is a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame, though. I don't. I don't know. Also, if I will disagree with you all day long <laughs> on that one. There's many people who should not be in the Hall of Fame. They're in the Hall of Fame. Drew Wholeheartedly, yeah, Lance Warren, Drew Pearson, Drew Lance Pearson's Juan. in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Gary Clark isn't. That tells Lance you what you know about. It should not took Terrell Owens that long to get into the Hall of Fame. Better than almost all the receivers that are already in there. Right. They just didn't like him as a person. Cody says, "Remember that we lost a top ten quarterback." Less than 50 minutes to our season. I, you're not talking about Fitz, are you? I wouldn't I would say, say Fitz is the top 10 quarterback, but he is head and shoulders above Heineke. I'd say <laughs> top 20, maybe. I mean, I physically, he's 10. head and shoulders he's above he Heineke. Might, he, might be your he might be our quarterback next year. Don't count your chicken. Man, come uh, 30. he'll be 39 next year. I think he's 38 this year, right? 39 next year. Um, yeah, Greg said it. People comparing him to Brett Favre. Oh Jesus, yeah. that's another one. Taylor's Did got wear number moxie. four. 
Taylor's got the moxie. So yeah, yeah. Great value farm. All this being said, we still have the ability to make the playoffs. There is a chance, right? We're six and nine, 15 games in. We're in a 17 game season now. We can win out and finish eight and nine. Still make the playoffs. Still make the playoffs. I think we need a lot of help. Uh, Phil and I were playing with the uh, the thing earlier before it started. Uh, it said 22% chance, but we have if to win. We out. I think it's supposed to be lower. I, maybe I didn't. Maybe, maybe I didn't play with it. 22 right, if we go two and zero next two games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we need help from Minnesota. We need help from Sam Fran and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Eight and seven, Philadelphia. Eight and seven, San Francisco, and Minnesota and Atlanta are both seven and eight. And so is New Orleans. They're seven and eight. So there's five teams competing for two spots. And we are on the outside looking in. There's a chance, but I think it's a slim chance. Hope we just. I hope that all that anger, halftime fighting gets turned into energy where they take it out on Philly. I cannot stand the thought of Philadelphia making the playoffs. Yeah. It makes me sick. It makes me want to puke in my soup the thought of Philly making the playoffs. We have to beat Philly. We have to. If we don't make the playoffs, neither do they. But, I mean, so Philly's schedule, they have us in Dallas. So Dallas, here's why they have a good chance, right? Dallas One, because they have, to, they have to play us, right? <laughs> and if we're still hurting or COVID or whatever, if we play like we did last week, we're not going to win. But they have to play Dallas in the last game of the season. If Dallas – is not competing for the number one seed. They have nothing to play for. They'll still so be competing. We'll see. They Technically, they probably will because they're only one game behind uh, Green Bay. So and Arizona is in a free fall right now. They are. So Dallas has Arizona this week and then Philadelphia to finish it. It's going to get interesting. Uh, Philadelphia has uh, us in Dallas. Minnesota, this is where we might get some help has Green Bay next week. That's probably a loss, right? And then they have Chicago, which is probably a and win. Thing, and Thingman is not playing. He played last week. Oh, they're not playing. Oh, okay. He's back. Atlanta has Buffalo and New Orleans. So they have a tough Buffalo game, which they'll probably lose. And they have New Orleans, which is the divisional game, who's also fighting for the final spot. So <laughs> it's going to be madness it's going to be carnage it's going to be it's going to be crazy see uh new orleans last two games are carolina atlanta so they'll probably beat carolina but atlanta is where it comes down to. so our chances are slim it, i i don't see it happening we probably don't need it we probably don't need to, to be honest with you <laughs> probably need to stay the course of of, of where we're going and get a top 10 pick play smart play just be competitive execute the game plan Fuck, I mean, fuck it. Yeah, win. I think we're on pace right now for probably a top 13 pick, I'm guessing. I think we're 10 right now, right? Right. I, I haven't looked. I, I don't know since the losses, but I'm not sure. It's hard. You know, I, I don't even think. How do you even give out game balls from yesterday? Normally, you know, we like to I have out. none. Game balls on offense and defense. The only one I would I would give away is John Bates. He's yeah. the only one that seemed worthy of a game. John ball. Bates. Our field goal kicker didn't miss one, did he? Uh, he, he he made two extra points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, John, John Bates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Four field. I mean, I know Bobby McCain <laughs> took some heat yesterday. He played. Pretty decent. He did lead the team in tackles. He had the the everything was in the secondary. Of course, the free safety led team in tackles. Cody says Fitz finished in the top ten to fifteen last year. Damn near across the board stats wise. I reckon he would have been worth two to three more wins. Now I agree with that last part. Yeah, I agree. We would probably be flip the flip flip the flip it around. With a healthy defense, because Miami had a monster defense. 
last year. Monster defense. So it's possible. Our defense wouldn't be so exposed to injury being out on the field so much. Yeah. With Fitz at quarterback. Uh, Marcus said Thielen will be out this week. He got hurt Sunday. Okay. He had just came off an injury last Sunday. So it sounds yeah, like. That's he, what I'm saying. I know he got, he, I have a fantasy football and I, nine starters were out for COVID. So yeah. I only got two wins. Greg said he thinks it's 10 right now. So we're picking say, picking 10 right now. Yes, Cody. I know. you. you Cody's the president of the John Bates fan club. And I love I, I will gladly take mine. Keep reminding us. Marcus says, um, Diane Brown made a good catch. He did make a good catch, and he made the catch we drafted him for. He truly I'm not giving out a game ball for one good catch. I'm sorry. No, no he's not. <laughs> well, there wasn't a whole lot of bright moments. That was a bright moment. Who threw that? Did No, Taylor threw that ball. Taylor threw it. Yeah. Who, who threw the... Um, Oh, and then the, the the next play, maybe two plays later, they turn around and do a jet sweep to uh, DeAndre Carter. He picked up about 10 yards. That's what Samuel was supposed to be doing. And would oh. be if he wasn't hurt. And I swear to God, I hate it. You know what I hate? Somebody gets hurt trying to give their body to this franchise, and they go, what a bust. Oh, they're just stealing money from us. And you asshole. Yeah. It's not like it's, you know, Albert Hainsworth out here just laying on the field collecting a hundred million. <laughs> Albert had a good year as freshman year, man. Then yeah. No, he had an okay year. For a guy who was supposed to be a pro bowler, he played like a mediocre starter. Fuck yep. Albert Hainsworth. Marcus says Scott Turner should be using him more. Hey, man, the I- Russian bots are finding our YouTube comments. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, it's 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 just Don't funny going back into my head. It's more of a barbershop, barbershop topic, but Rod's question, could could Jonathan Allen beat Jake Paul in a, in a boxing match? I, 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 I'm I sorry. I had to bring it up. No. I was just thinking about it. No. I don't think he could. Nobody can. It's not boxing. Weight class. Here's the thing. Weight I class. don't know. Nobody, nobody can. They ain't a boxer, dog. You ain't a boxer. I don't know. You don't know if Jonathan Allen can box. Yeah, I don't. Box oh, I don't know. He's Jake a three hundred pound dude. What is he? What is he? Uh, scale wise, y'all remember? I I don't know. Who Jake Paul? Yeah, he's like one seventy. No oh, man, okay. he's like two something. Jake Paul's a big one. No, he's not. I get him confused. Oh, I really get him confused. Logan Paul's a bigger one. But. It just made me think up, the like, one of the beat up USC fighters was a uh, Logan Power, and that's an older one, right? They need yeah, to pick one of them ball. against a big dude. <laughs> Sorry to change the topic away from watching football, but they need to pick up it's one of them pounds, man. and put him against a big dude. Like, bring in, like, I don't know. Jake Paul's 200 pounds. Yeah, bring in, like, a big Come wrestler, on. man. Bring in a washed-up WWE wrestler. Yeah, 190. He'll whoop his 190 ass. 190's what he weighed yeah. in for at the well, time. You got to get a boxer. You got to get a... Old boxer and MMA. How about a who's a big MMA dude? Like a no tank guy, it's too old. I'm shit, trying to do the rock or some shit. Don Fry would love to see Don Fry go with him. He's old. He's old. Bob Sap. Put Bob old. Sap out there. He's still living. <laughs> big Bob Sap. Big Bob yeah. Sap out there, man. Gary Goodridge. Remember Gary Goodridge? I wish, I, I wish, Gary honestly, Goodridge. though, I wish, I wish that he would. Uh, I know Masvidal said that he would fight him in the UFC and he would ask stipulations where it can't go to the ground because he won't let him out of his UFC contract. Yeah. So yeah, I like to see it. Masvidal, here's the thing. Masvidal doesn't have to take it to the ground because that dude has knee strikes for days. Ask Ben Askren. Well, he's going to oh, take yeah. – he said it won't have knee strikes or takedowns. It just be straight well, It's a boxing match. All right, but he said that's what yeah, it will be. Because you can clinch in Masvidal, he won't – but uh, what's the name? Dana White won't let Masvidal out of his deal. So he said you can yeah. come to UFC because you can fight you know, under any deal. <laughs> Phil says, Cody says, Phil, not much tape on Allen, but so far, <laughs> no. I put Westbrook up against uh I don't know. I mean, that, was, that was the it was Westbrook, yeah. Nearly connected. Brian Westbrook. Westbrook? Yeah, Brian oh, Westbrook. Michael Westbrook. Yeah, Michael he, Westbrook. He, he Westbrook, beat the yeah. shit out of Stephen Davis. Yeah. Man. Have you ever seen that video, Dev? Yeah. Oh, it's that bad. Is, that I watched is, the game. Yeah, no, it wasn't that game. It was that, that, was a it was that training camp. No, it was yeah. a game, right? I thought no, it was a practice game. No, was that Phil? Was that Frostburg or was that Ashburn? That was uh, Frost. No, 
That, that was, was a preseason horrible. game, bro. It was camp, dude. It was camp. It was camp, dude. They were in shorts. Oh, yeah. man. Oh. Yeah. Either way, it's they were funny. in shorts and shells. No, let me tell you something. You got to remember something. Stephen Davis was a 235-pound power back. He was a fullback who converted to running back. So it's not like the dude isn't tough. He was a physical runner, one of the last real physical runners um, really in the NFL that was, you know, a starting every down back. Michael Westbrook Um, was a black belt. And Michael (laughs) Westbrook just beat the ever-loving shit out of him. But Westbrook was a big dude, too. Westbrook he lived past the next season. He was a black belt, bro. He was like an MMA fighter before that. That's what he was doing no, his leisure he, time. No, because when Westbrook came into the league, MMA wasn't a thing. Ooh, Man, he, he was no, he was already fighting though. Like he was already Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker belt. needs to fight one of the Paul brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Herschel Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker's not. A, He'll get knocked. He'll he get knocked out. He'll knock old ass. Herschel's he's like sixty something, but dude looks like he's twenty five. Man, you Herschel Walker in his fifties was winning MMA fights. Man. Yeah, he did win a couple of May fights, but boxing he'll get his ass knocked the fuck out, man. It wouldn't even, I wouldn't even want to see that. I wouldn't oh even want to see gosh. that. My girl in here hype because she is playing a deer hunter game and you're uh, get a deer. On what? Oculus? A moose. A Switch? moose. Which she playing uh, on? Xbox, Xbox. Uh, whatever which one she has. One okay. Xbox one she has. Well, fellas, I think it's time. We've I think we've culminated. I think it's time to shut it down. We talked. We talked the recap. We talked about Jack Del Rio. We talked about Taylor Heineke. We talked about Allen and Payne, and we talked about if Allen could beat Jake Paul in a fight. Which the answer is probably no. Who should start for the rest of the season? I'd like to see Kyle Allen. Dev says Heineke. Phil, what did you say? You said you said Allen. Kyle Allen. Yeah, that's yeah, what he said. Yeah, what would you say, Phil? I want I want Taylor <laughs> Heineke to cut now. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah. I we think on the next game he will start. Do you guys have any uh, shout outs before we close out? Oh uh, yeah, I watched. Uh, what did we go watch yesterday? Kingsman. Yeah, Kingsman. Yeah, pretty good movie. Go watch yeah. that. Cool. Phil? Shout out to Kurt Warner. Their movie was pretty good. You do deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Steve doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> I still can't believe he went to go see that movie or Spider-Man or The King. Well, so Spider-Man. my shout out goes to Spider-Man oh, yeah, yeah. and Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire. Who's your favorite Spider-Man, Steve? Tom Holland. He's mine too, honestly. Tom Holland. It just this movie was so good. And I I because I saw zero previews. I had no idea really? what it was about. I had no idea they were gonna try to bring back all the other. I don't want to ruin this for everyone, but I didn't know you they were gonna bring in the, the multiverse. I didn't know. Do you see Daredevil? Spoiler alert. The first half of Spider-Man is ass. <laughs> did you see Hawk? Did you see did but did you see Daredevil in the first half? I did not. He was Matt a guy Damon sitting on the couch. Yeah, nobody, nobody yeah, he, caught on to that. He was a guy sitting on the couch telling him that he was going to be his lawyer. That oh, and he caught the he caught the rock. Yeah, Daredevil. I didn't know that was him though. I, I was thinking, yeah I'm from thinking the from the, from the Netflix special from the Netflix special for the Netflix one. Uh, okay, I did I'm, not. The King's uh, Kingpin is in a uh, Hawkeye too. Swallow. I saw the previews right for the new Batman, which they did a good job on the trailer, but I just can't get. Get over Robert Pattinson being Batman. Robert Pattinson is a good actor, son. So Perfect. the trailer looks good. I'll say that. Robert Pattinson's a good actor. Warning, yeah. shitty movie. Marcus. Acting. Daredevil the Lawyer. That's right. Yeah, Daredevil the Lawyer. Man. Daredevil the series. Man, yeah, I guess I got to get on that, huh? Yeah. Kingpin and Hawkeye. Yeah, Daredevil's the best show they did on uh, Marvel yeah. before the new Okay. Ones. Yeah, it's extremely... Uh, Violent though, like extremely. <laughs> like there's, 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 there's a scene if you want to go on YouTube, look up. It's a continual scene where it goes to like a abandoned hotel or office building or something and just whoops people's ass for like five or six floors, man. It's like one camera action the whole time. Yeah, that that it's was a fantastic. It's like the church scene on, on a Kingsman. The same guy I think does the yeah does the choreography for both the Kingsman nice. and that. So I think that it's the same kind of that thing. church scene in yeah. the first Kingsman. The uh that one was uh pretty good. That was have you seen that scene? Have you seen that movie, Steve? From the original Kingsman? Kingsman? 
Yeah. First yeah. Kingsman. Where's in the church? That, that the, uh, they, did, they do an old to that in the new one, kind of. But it's not as That good is as still that. like to me just like one of the most awesome bits of, of action movie making ever to me. We went, yeah. when we watched the last Kingsman last night, the new one. We we I came home and watched the Kingsman, the first one, just and we watched that fight. Like we literally came home and watched it. That is a, it is pretty good. I didn't see the golden gold. What's the circle? Golden circle. That's the golden second circle. one. Yeah, yeah. It's got I haven't seen that one. Ch- Channing so. Tatum, whatever his name. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we will. Uh, we're gonna shut it's this good. one down. We'll we'll be back Thursday for the Philadelphia Eagles preview of some sort. God, this season continues. I, can we just cut straight to the off-season barbershop? <laughs> I'd much rather talk about movies. We might have to. We might have to. All right. Well, we appreciate and love each and every one of you guys. Uh, tune in Thursday for the uh, pregame show or the, the pregame preview. And then we'll also be live Sunday for the pre-show. All right, fellas, ladies and gentlemen, as always, peace and hail. Hell. Yeah.